Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one life or death page of Talmud a day. And today, life and death are right there on the page in Shabbat 83 to discuss this friend, teacher, master, rabbi, David Bashevkin. Hello. Leah, what a joy to join you today, and it sounds like the stakes are very high with today's page. Life and death. Could not have been higher. Because, you know, you read all kinds of things, and, and the page is very, you know, la-di-da. Parts of it are about boats, and it's kind of seems to be sailing along smoothly until the very final paragraph, which I will now read in its entirety and in its intensity. Following Rav's statement, the Gemara cites that which Rabbi Yonatan said, one should never prevent himself from attending the study hall or from engaging in matters of Torah, even at the moment of death. As it is stated, this is the Torah, a person who dies in a tent. That is an allusion to the fact that even at the moment of death, one should engage in the study of Torah. Reish Lakish said, Matters of Torah only endure in a person who kills himself over the Torah, one who is ready to devote all his efforts to it. As it is stated, this is the Torah, a person who dies in a tent. Meaning that the Torah is only attained by one who kills himself in its tent. The Hebrew uh, is, is gorgeous. Yamut be'ohel Torah. Torah. To die in the, in the tent of Torah. Rabbi Beshevkin, this sounds very hardcore. What, what does all of this mean? So, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't interpret this, uh, God forbid, uh, as anything masochistic or, uh, you know, any sort of self-harm. You know, we know that the preciousness of life and the way that Jewish law views life is of the highest order. So this needs to be, you know, kind of pointing us in a different direction. And I remember when I was in yeshiva, I studied in Baltimore for many years, and I had a teacher who had a big impact on me named Rabbi Ezra Neuberger. I really had a big influence. It's almost impossible to keep in touch with him because, God bless him, does not have an email or a, you know, a cell phone. He, you have to send it with a carrier pigeon. But uh, I remember he once spoke about this very line, and it had an impact on me really for the rest of my life. He said, when the Talmud says that the words of Torah cannot be retained, cannot be held only for somebody who is mamis atzmo aleha, who dies over it, who kills atzmo themselves over it. He paused, and I remember he looked at this audience of captured yeshiva students who were committing so much of their lives to Torah study, and he said, you need to remember something. When it says that you need to kill yourself over Torah, it is predicated on the assumption that you first have a self in order to kill. Which means, I believe... Wow. It's a fascinating comment where he was basically telling us that what the Torah and Talmud is is speaking in this line is that you first need to develop a sense of self. You first need to develop a cadence, a rhythm for how you view yourself, your talents, your expertise, what do you love, your enjoyments. Only when you have that understanding can you allegorically, metaphorically kill that for the sake, well, I don't want to use the word kill, I would say sacrifice it, commit yourself 
to Torah. A lot of times people skip that step, and he was saying it very deliberately. Meaning a lot of times people will say, you know, I don't want to cultivate my talents and my interests. Let me just only focus on Torah, and uh, and that will be my sacrifice. But, but that's not self-sacrifice. You only have self-sacrifice if you first cultivate that sense of self and then commit it and channel it towards the development, the contribution of connecting Torah ideas to the world we live in today. In other words, the very righteous person who has spent his entire life or her entire life studying Torah and doing nothing but is one thing. But the person who is a man or a woman in full and has a kind of rich idea of who they are and set all this aside because they've understood uh, sort of consciously and, and, and mindfully that the study of Torah is the highest pursuit you're saying that is a different order of sacrifice and a different order of ascendance. Exactly. It's not just a different order. It's the point of what Torah is trying to do. It's trying to wed personal experience, your interests, your narrative, your ideas, and wed it, integrate it to the Torah ideas. That's, so to speak, the death that comes through Torah. It's a death that isn't ending something, but it's uniting your own personal experience with the infinite timeless narrative of the Jewish people and our ideas and the Torah itself. And also, I would assume that your sense of self uh, sort of disintegrates, right? This reminds me of my favorite Hasidic master, uh, Rav Zusha of Hanipol, who never referred to himself as I. He would only speak about himself in the third person, saying that I is really only reserved for the creator. And so when you have that kind of realization, your yourself, uh, literally and metaphorically speaking, perishes and something different and deeper is born? I think so. I wouldn't even say that the I becomes third person. I think when you're involved in the discourse of Torah, the death translates the I into a we, where you become a part of a grand narrative that literally is what the Talmud is all about, meaning you are inserting yourself into a much larger, grander narrative and now becoming a piece of this collective we of Jewish ideas that have been distilled uh, through millennia. And, um, and I think that is the self-sacrifice of allowing yourself to commit to being a part of that discussion. I think you and I ought to start a new startup, a new Jewish startup called maybe We Pray? We, yes. I mean, the We, the we brand has taken a couple hits, but maybe We could resuscitate it. Rabbi Bashevkin, thank you so much for being our guest today. Always an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Leo. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>